Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 835, A Love Letter to Future Family Meals, by Lisa Maxbauer Price with lifeandwhim.com. Hello, everybody. Glad to have you here in this last episode before the weekend. I am your host, Greg Audino, ready to read more content to you to help you strengthen all the different relationships you have. We tend to save parenting articles specifically for the ends of the week, and I've got one more for you today before we take a break for the weekend. This article is not so much an article, uh, but a letter to those beloved and in many cases long-lost family meals that we hope to keep in the future. So, Sit back and open your ears as we optimize your life. A Love Letter to Future Family Meals by Lisa Maxbauer Price with lifeandwhim.com I used to dread Thanksgiving. On the big day when it was all hands on deck and all burners firing, I would procrastinate. My husband Matt would be tending to the turkey, and I'd be dawdling in the dining room overthinking that year's tablescape. Uh, that's a word, right? Yeah. I'd be folding and refolding napkins and reconsidering place card fonts. Somewhere in between rearranging candles and gathering dried hydrangeas from the yard, I would hear my husband tease, That's all great, but are we going to have potatoes to go with this turkey? Looking back, I know why I dragged my feet about the side dishes. It's really hard as a parent to spend countless hours cooking a meal that might only last 10 minutes for the kids. It was my least favorite Thanksgiving tradition. When my picky pilgrims protested green beans and Brussels sprouts, it was easy to wonder, what's the point? Preparing a homemade dinner, whether on the holidays or just a random Taco Tuesday, often seemed like a useless exercise, like folding fitted sheets. I was in trouble. I was a foodie who just wanted my kids to enjoy their food. I didn't simply want to sneak veggies into my three kids' meals to keep them healthy. Carrot-infused marinara sauce was fine but the secrecy wasn't going to help transform my sons into brave eaters, for their life or their next meal. No, to end the dinner-time distress, I needed a fresh approach as a parent and a mediocre home cook. If I wanted long-term results, I'd have to take the long view. Raising good eaters would be more a marathon than a sprint. After nearly 20 years of writing about nutrition and 10 years of parenting, this is what I've learned about getting kids to be curious eaters and reclaiming the joy of family meals. Change the conversation. For starters, I realized the way grown-ups tended to talk about dinner hadn't changed much since the 1950s. The conversation has always been, eat it, it's good for you, or clean your plate. 
that didn't seem to work anymore. Today's kids, at least mine, were wondering, what's in it for me? They didn't want to hear me spout off nutrition facts. They wanted memorable experiences and bragging rights. With that in mind, I started introducing my family to some funky, fresh foods from our local farmer's markets. The adventurous names alone were enough to pique the kids' interest. Things like green tiger zucchini, dinosaur kale, candy cane beets, and rainbow chard. I mean, what little kid wouldn't want to brag to friends that he'd eaten dragon tongue beans or fairy tale eggplant? Play with your food. Fun-sounding veggies may have been a gateway, but my kids needed more to stay hooked. So I rallied and week after week presented them with crazy textures to touch and explore in the kitchen. I handed the kids some acrylic, kid-friendly knives and told them to chop away and help with meal prep. They dissected a head of red cabbage and joked how it looked like brains. They remarked at the waxy skin of kohlrabi and ran their fingers over the otherworldly bumps of Romanesco. We have permission to eat stuff that looks this crazy? Taste the rainbow. We talked colors, too. Slowly, a box of beige crackers seemed boring beside purple fingerling potatoes, indigo tomatoes, and watermelon radish that looked positively tie-dyed. Wow, guys, these veggies are as colorful as candy. Get outdoors. We also explored outside, visiting farms, planting gardens, just getting down and dirty with food. I realized my children had become disconnected with what real food looked like. Yes, carrots actually have greens and don't just come washed and peeled in a plastic bag. Empowering my kids to become brave eaters meant helping them recognize exactly what they were seeing at the market and on their plate. I mean, a rutabaga isn't scary once you know what it is. Okay, maybe it's still a little scary. But knowledge is power. I try to appeal to the senses and to kids' sense of adventure. With time, my family became more daring, snacking on homemade beet chips, deserting on zucchini bread. Some food experiments ended in success. Others were destined for the compost heap. Either way, a shift had happened. Mealtime was no longer a dirge. Foreign food was no longer the enemy at our table. My oldest son even became a food risk-taker. There was nothing he wouldn't try. For his ninth birthday, he hosted a hot chili pepper tasting party. It started with mild bell peppers and moved to more daring offerings. Some kids tasted a pinch of ghost pepper dry spice. Every kid went home with a bottle of Tabasco and a goodie bag. But the real gift that day was all mine. I had done it. I had birthed a brave eater. To keep my ego in check, my middle child remained a healthy food skeptic. But all I'd have to say was, eat brave at the table, and he'd remember our new mantra. It was positive peer pressure at its finest. While this approach didn't make my family perfect eaters, it made us all open-minded at meals. My kids try more foods now and linger at dinner longer, curious of what they'll find. Apple pie crust that's tinted green from spinach juice? Sure, mom's crazy like that. It's a food philosophy the kids are building and adopting on their own. No threats or demands. So this year, as I stand at the stove and prepare some new and old side dishes, there is hope and gratitude. I genuinely love Thanksgiving now. It is powerful knowing that people all across the country are sharing the same traditions at the same time. Fortunately, serving picky eaters doesn't have to be one of them. You just listened to the post titled, A Love Letter to Future Family Meals, by Lisa Maxbauer Price, with lifeandwhim.com. 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And thanks so much to Lisa for a wonderful post. Informative, both for parents and anyone who isn't terribly well-versed in vegetables, such as myself. This is great information, not only when it comes to feeding the children, but I think it's pretty plain to see that the lesson is really overarching. And what it is, is that the way we convey messages to other people is more important than the messages themselves. Are we presenting our ideas in ways that are intriguing and, particularly for children, exciting enough for them to want to learn more and listen more intently? There's a lot to be said about this, and it serves as an invitation to step into the shoes of others and consider what livens them up, which is good practice for not only getting kids to eat vegetables, uh, but it builds a practice to regularly consider how others learn and what drives them, and thus how we can connect better with them in a variety of ways. And that's what this show is all about, right? Right. Guys, thank you so much for being here this whole week with me. We are all finished, unfortunately, but you've got a couple days away for me to put to practice some of what we've talked about this week. I know I will. Go enjoy yourselves, have fun, and I will see you back here on Monday, where your optimal life awaits.